This is The Pet Show with America's favorite pet expert, Warren Eckstein. Warren's the author of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want, and he's here to answer all your pet and animal questions. Now, say hello to Warren Eckstein. Is your schnauzer acting a bit shy? Are you being terrorized by your new tabby? Does your pug suffer with paranoia? Well, if you love animals, care about wildlife and the environment, and want to understand how your dogs and cats really think and, and why they behave the way they do, stay tuned because once again, right here, right now, it is time for the Pet Show, America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology, training behavior, and of course, pet lifestyle show. So hop up on my couch, bring your furry little buddies with you folks, because it is that time once again to let the animal analyzing begin. Hello, everybody. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is the Pet Show, the place where we absolutely positively never a doubt about it. Love, adore, and as I stress every single week, respect pets and animals as much as you. By the way, if you'd like to join me on the ever-growing Pet Show family, and I mean we are ever-growing. Just a reminder, if you happen to be a new listener or even a regular listener to the Pet Show, everyone that calls into the show and gets through to me live on the air will be getting an amazing, a fabulous gift don't get excited. It's not for you. It's for that beautiful dog or cat looking up at you with those adoring eyes as I speak. Many of the items I give away are 25 35 40 bucks and more. So if you call into the pet show and you get through to me live on the air, not only will I help you cope with your pets or more than likely have your pets cope with you, but the bottom line is a wonderful gift will be on its way for your best friend. It's okay to fib a little bit. You don't have to tell them I sent it. You can actually tell them you went out and bought it yourself. So I guess the next thing for me to do is give you the phone number here at the Pet Show. And that number is 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. 877-725-8255, the phone number. Let me tell you what I have planned for today's show. However, if you happen to be a listener to the show on a regular basis, you know that Warren never, ever, ever gets through all of his topics. Why? Because the bottom line is your questions, your comments, your stories are always the most important. However, if we have time today, here are some of the things we're going to take a look at. Do you love your dogs and cats too much? You heard me right. Do you love your dogs and cats too much? I will share a questionnaire with you that may actually determine whether or not you do in fact love your pets too much, if that's possible. Also coming up on today's show, many, I mean many of my listeners have adopted their cats from shelters, taken ferals off the streets or those that were abused. So how do you convert a cat that is very reclusive into that cuddly buddy you always wanted? I got the answers coming up. Also, did you know that pet guardians like you spend over $10 billion, $10 billion with a B dollars on pet medications every year? Most get their medications from their veterinarian, but should pet guardians actually have a choice, a choice on where, where to buy their pet meds, according to one congressman who created the Fairness to Pet Owners Act? I'll tell you about that as well. Also, how seniors can now adopt pets for free. 
Also, more colleges allowing students to bring their pets into the dorm with them. Boy, I'm glad they don't. I don't know. Maybe it would have been nice because I would have had snakes and guinea pigs and hamsters, throwing a horse, maybe a rhino, a couple of bulls, cows. Who knows what I would have had in my college dorm if they allowed it back then. Anyway, plenty of time for your questions and comments. As I said, lots of great, great stuff to give away. So if your pet is jumping, digging, scratching your favorite chair, Cat says, what is that litter box for? Your dog is suffering with separation anxiety. Your feline is depressed, not housebroken, hates other dogs, chases anything that moves. Take your dog for a nice walk in the evening and, and little Benji turns into Cujo. Or your dog just believes that anything, I mean anything, that comes into your home, he must hump. Give me a call. We will help you cope with your pet's problems, help your pets cope with yours. Again, that phone number, 877-725-8255. And the question of the day here on the Pet Show, it's pretty simple. The question of the day is, do you believe, I'm a moody guy. You might not know it, but I can be a moody guy. So my question to you is, do dogs and cats have moods as well? Do your dogs and cats have moods? And maybe they, they reflect yours. Give me a call, 877-725-8255, the phone number. On today's show, I got some great stuff to give away. I'll be giving away my own hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral supplement treats, one for dogs and one for cats. I'll be giving away Lucy Pet Formulas for Life Pet Food, nothing better on the market, kids and pet stain and odor remover, those amazing T-shirts I had made up that say none of my friends walk upright copies of my book either how to get your dog or how to get your cat to do what you want lucy pets cats incredible cat litter author sue gold mushroom max as well as something brand new hemp seed oil for allergy there's one product for calming one for the immune system and one for joint brand new just on the market made by my good friends over at nature vet we'll talk more about that a little bit later the phone number here 877-725-8255 let me go to my friend sylvia first hey sylvia welcome to the pet show hi warren how are you i am doing super what can i do for you well, I have a relatively new puppy. I've had him for about six weeks, seven weeks. Uh, he's four and a half months old, and he's a terror. He's a Sheltie, and uh, this would be my sixth Sheltie in 30-some years. I've been listening to you all this time, um, by the way. And so he is really the typical hyper-neurotic Sheltie that I've heard about, never had one like this. He barks at every noise, everything. And the biggest problem is when we walk, um, which we have done, started doing recently since he's had all his shots. And he barks at cars that move by, not just barks, he lunges at them. You know, right, let me explain something. Listen, my, let me explain something to you about Shelties, okay? The Shetland Sheepdog is an incredible breed of dog. The problems with Shelties, Sylvia, is they're generally way too bright for the people they live with. Um, if you watch any obedience trial, you will see more Shelties in those obedience trials than any other dog. You know, throwing some border collies and, Austra border collies and Australian Shepherds as well. However, if we don't get the dog focused, 
if we don't get the dog more more things to do the dog needs a job so what you need to do is rather than focusing on all this negative behavior you're dealing with the barking the pulling the this the that and the other thing what you need to do right now is focus on establishing the ability to communicate with the dog in a positive way for example if you take the dog for the walk and the dog is barking or pulling towards other dogs I know what you're doing you're saying no 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 knock it off and you're pulling the dog back which is only going to create more of a problem the first thing you need to do is have Laura, a positive can, can way I say something? Go ahead. can i say something remember i'm a listener to your program for many years so i know okay. not to do that so what are so you doing I, when he barks I don't do that what I, do you I do? just walk along okay good i pretend and, like i don't i don't know that's what he's doing but okay he, great it doesn't seem to influence him if you continue walking it has to influence him sooner or later within two or three minutes you're past the other dog okay so in other words, what happens if you're expect, expecting him to instantly stop, that's not going to happen, Sylvia. So what you need to do is continue walking. You know the word I use. It's none of your concern. Have you started your basic training with the dog? Yes, so for, yes. We've, we've okay. been through a class. The, the, the class, class, class is great. Class is fine. Class is dandy. That's great, and it's great okay. to learn. The dog learns how to do this and that and the other thing. What good is it to have a dog that sits lies down or stays in your living room when you're watching the news. What good training does is it gets the dog to respond in circumstances that are needed, like when he sees another dog, when you're taking him for a walk. So what you need to start doing is solidifying your basic training without the distractions first and then really working with distractions so that the dog understands the control you have, whether or not there's another dog around or not. It's all a matter of reacting in a positive way. Even though you may not be reacting by pulling the dog back or yelling or whatever, you're reinforcing that behavior. So what you need to do right now is solidify, Sylvia, the basic training. Once you get that under control, you'll have a positive way. Rather than know, you have a positive way. Once the dog goes past the other dogs and he's calmed down, spend five minutes on the training with him, then continue walking. So this way, if you approach another dog, he's already in tune with the fact that he's going to get some type of a, a, a command from you. So what I want to do is focus on the basics. I know you've been listening for a long time, Sylvia. Do you have a copy of the book? Uh, no, actually, I have the cat book somehow. That, that somehow uh, the cat book's not going to help you with the, with the dog, Sylvia. No, with the dog. Here's yeah. another thing, and this is I got to take a break, but this is important, okay? I'm going to send you a copy of the dog, but, but I also want you to understand this. This is the type of dog that is way too bright. He's interacting with other dogs. He's reacting to other dogs. Even beyond basic obedience, you might want to take him through some advanced training, not because I care whether he does all these things, but I just want you to have that positive control. Put you on hold. We're going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. I want you to keep me focused. Give me a call next week on the LA Show. I know that's where you're calling from, and we'll go a little bit further if we have to. But right now, a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want is on its way to you. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. Vanessa, Pat, Anthony, Charlene, don't go anywhere. We'll get to all your calls in just a second. But right now, I want to tell you about Lucy Pet Formulas for Life Pet Food, an incredible food. You heard me talking about it for several months right now. And I got to tell you, the feedback from my listeners and viewers and people on all of my social media has been absolutely amazing. They've been saying warm 
Lauren, thank you for telling us about Lucy Pet Food. I almost like pet food. And here's why. First of all, Lucy Pet Food has what's called PBF. What is PBF? It's prebiotic balanced fiber, and it's a blend for optimized digestion and gut health. You hear me talk about gut health in a minute. It's grain-free. It's made in California. No ingredients from China. And take it from me, all the dogs and cats. I've given it to. I've looked up and said, hey, Warren, this stuff is really, really good. There's duck, pumpkin, quinoa, salmon, pumpkin, quinoa. There's food for cats as well. And, and here's what I want you to understand. Lucy Forms of Life, as I said, contain that prebiotic balanced fiber for gut health. A healthy gut in your dog or cat plays such an important, such a major, such a key role in your dog or cat's natural immune system. In fact, it's their first line of defense to make sure their entire body stays healthy and strong, and it's made with only the highest quality ingredients. Your dogs and cats will have much healthier digestion, a stronger immune system, a shiny coat, healthy skin, more energy. Bottom line, your dogs and cats are going to be healthier. Who does not want that? Every single day, your pet's immune system is literally challenged, targeted by bacteria, viruses, environmental toxins, and other pathogens. So what can you do? Listen carefully. Lucy Pet Forms for Life with their prebiotic balanced fiber keeps that gut bacteria diversity flowing, which means your dogs and cats will have that healthy gut. By the way, I want you to go to your local independent pet store, your independent pet store, and ask for Lucy Pet Forms for Life Pet Food. If they don't have it, they can get it for you. Believe me, it's worth asking for. Or now all of Lucy Pet products are available at Amazon.com as well. So if you want the best food for your pets, check out Lucy Pet Forms for Life available at Amazon.com or ask your independent pet store. Or for more info, log on to LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. Plenty of time to help you cope with your pets. More than likely help your pets cope with you if they're chewing, jumping, barking, digging, scratching, not housebroken, chasing other dogs. By the way, everyone who calls in and gets through to me live on the air will be getting a fabulous gift for their best friend. The phone number here, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. As I said earlier, thanks to my great sponsors, many of the items I'm giving away are 25 35 40 bucks and more, 877 85 speaking of money Representative Chris Collins of Pennsylvania, a congressman, and Congressman Matt Cartwright have introduced a bill aimed at cutting costs on prescription medications for your pets. Now, everyone who gets prescriptions for their dogs and cats usually get the prescription filled at the veterinary office, which can cost a lot. The Fair to Petness Owners Act ensures pet guardians get a written prescription either on paper or electronically. So they have the choice of going to a, a Walgreens, a Walmart, wherever, a Costco, wherever they want to go. And they can shop around to get the best prices uh, for their pet's uh, medication. Phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Vanessa, welcome to the Pet Show. Hello. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, how are you? Hi, Lauren. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing super. What can I do for you? Well, I want to thank you for all your good work. And a friend of mine told me about your trek out to 
San Bernardino um, in regards to the shelter issue. So I'm going to go online and, and find out when that is. Yeah, just go to my website, thepetshow.com. It's all there. For those people that may be listening around the country, there's a shelter here in Southern California that I've heard a lot of complaints about over the last couple of years, and it seems that the politicians or nothing's getting anything done. So I'm going to be holding a summit, and we're going to make the changes that need to be made. And Vanessa, I can really use your help. But what's your question for me today? Okay, I I have an older cat. They're they're all rescues. I used to do rescue. Um, I have an older cat that was being beat up on by a tortie I have, and um, she wouldn't let him use the litter box, and he was just miserable. So I brought him over to my fiance's house, and he, you know, he was very kind with him and loved on him and um so far he's been doing great until recently there's another cat there of mine i dump them all on my boyfriend i don't want to run out of time so in other words how many cats did your boyfriend have in his house now he has two and how many do you have in their room and i how many do you have you have six i have six Yes. Okay. So just so I understand your question is that you brought the cat to your boyfriend. He's living with another cat. And the cat that you brought to your boyfriend is now peeing in the house. Is that the question? Yes. She's peeing on my boyfriend's pillow. Okay. Very, very common problem. Let me tell you, I don't want to run out of time. So Vanessa, listen to me. I won't want to run out of time. Okay. Here's what you need to understand. Here's what, let me do this. Okay. Rather than rush you. Rather than rush you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on hold, Vanessa, and I am going to take a break, and when I come back, I will answer your question and explain to you why your cat is choosing to pee on your boyfriend's pillow. Contrary to what your boyfriend may believe, it's not doing it because it doesn't like your boyfriend. It's doing it because he likes your boyfriend a lot. By the way, great time to give me a call. We'll answer all your questions just like Vanessa's, Pat, and Anthony, and Shalim. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Back on the Pet Show, I'm Warren Eckstein. That phone number, 877-725-8255. For that last break, we're talking to my friend Vanessa. Vanessa, you still with me? I'm still with you. Okay, here's the bottom line, okay? And listen to me carefully. When you had your cat in your home and you gave the cat to your boyfriend to take care of him, I'm sure he's a person that loves the cat just as much as you do. It's very common for a cat going from one location to another location to start claiming territory by peeing on the pillow in the home where they are. Why the pillow versus other places in the home? The pillow has the strongest scent of the owner. And so, therefore, when the owner is not in the room or the owner is gone, especially the fact that this cat went from one home to another, what he's probably doing is marking that pillow, not because he's angry, 
angry, not because he's upset, but because he's leaving his mark so your fiancé can, in fact, find his way back there. So what I'm going to recommend that you do is I want you to clean the pillowcases. I want you to do a wash with the product you hear me talk about all the time. It's called Kids and Pets Stain and Odor Remover so we get rid of any urine scent. Regular cleansers are not going to do that. That's number one. Number two is what I'd like your boyfriend to do is I'd like him whenever he leaves the house, just take a little paper plate, put a little bit of the cat's dry fooded and leave that on the pillow. With the cat seeing his food on the pillow, he's not going to want to pee on the pillow and therefore the problem will be resolved. But the most important thing you need to understand, I know it's difficult when someone puts their head in a wet pillow and they know the wet pillow is caused by their, their cat's pee. But you have to look at it psychologically from the cat's point of view. They're not going to leave a piece of chocolate on the pillow. What they're going to do is mark the pillow. In their mind, it's a good thing because they're giving you the opportunity to find your way home. So what I'm going to do, Vanessa, is I'm going to put you on hold and I'm actually going to send you some of that Kids and Pets, actually a coupon for Kids and Pets Stain and Odor Remover. I want your fiance to use it. But I also want you to take the time to explain to him that the cat is not doing it because he's a bad cat or because he wants to pee on his pillow. In fact, he's doing it because he actually likes your fiance and wants him to find his way home. 877-725-8255, the phone number. Do you ever hear the term per therapy? You know, when I was studying in Europe and training for military there, I learned an awful lot. One of the things I learned is that no one really knows exactly why cats purr. Sometimes it's assumed that kittens purr because they're hungry and they want to relate to the mother and vice versa. However, scientists have concluded that there's something called per therapy. When one cat is not feeling well, it's not uncommon for another cat to lie alongside the cat that's sick and start purring. And science has now come up with some proof that in fact the purring sends off a certain vibration that can actually, actually make the other cat feel better. It's amazing how bright these animals are. 877-725-8255, the phone number. We are going to uh, Pat. Hey, Pat, welcome to the show. Well, hi. How are you? I'm just doing great. I want to let you know that I... I, uh adopted a 10-year-old Jack Russell mix from the Orange County shelter a few well, months ago. Well, bless you ago. for doing that. Yeah, bless, thanks a lot for doing that. I love when people adopt their dogs. Oh, I just love him. As a, we can't figure out why anybody would turn that dog in. That's because there's a lot of stupid, moronic, angry, aggressive people. I'm stopping there. People out there. I could never figure it out myself either. It's it just astounding to me. Well, the problem I have, I've got another dog. She's 12 years old, and she's somewhat aggressive to poor little Sparky. Sparky's the sweetest, most lovable thing, and she also has a horrible habit of barking at virtually everything. And he now is beginning to pick up on that. He's starting to bark, just like her. He stands next to her and barks. So let me ask you a question. You live uh-huh. in a home. You have a backyard, or do you walk them? Yes. No, yes, what? Do you have a backyard, or do you walk them? Oh, I, uh, they have a backyard and I walk them. How often do you walk them? 
about every other day. Okay. I want you to walk them more. And the reason I say that is the more time they spend on neutral territory, the quicker they're going to bond with each other. Let's face it. How would you feel if another woman moved into your home and started using your items? You wouldn't feel comfortable. So it's very, very yeah. common. It's very common for this type of reaction to occur. And rather than get angry or upset, we need to understand that one dog thinks the other dog is kind of invading their territory. They might like each other, but it's still kind of an invasion. You know, it's kind of like the grandparents hoping that the grandparents, the grandkids are great, but they're going to be going home in a little while. So the more time you spend on neutral territory with them, the quicker they'll be able to really adapt and adjust to each other and become much better friends. Now, in terms of the barking, the worst thing you can do at this point is start yelling or saying, no, don't bark, be quiet, shut up, whatever you're doing. What you need to do, and this may sound a little eccentric, but I've been doing this for a few years, so my eccentricities sometimes are true. What I want you to do when they're barking is go over to them and say, thank you guys. I got it from here. That lets them know that the barking was okay, which is normal behavior on a dog's part, which is important. But at the same time, you have to let them know that you have it from here and therefore the barking can stop. If you're consistent with that, you will start noticing that when they're barking, they'll almost start looking for you, for you to come over and say, I got it from here. That's what I do with my own dog. People say, how do you stop your dog from barking? You can't stop a dog from barking, but you can control the barking by letting them know that you're taking over and you're working alongside them. That's the best resolution. So that would be my suggestion for the barking. And again, more time on neutral territory. The more time you spend on neutral territory, the quicker they'll bond with each other. Well, you know, something funny happened. He was also a runner, uh, Sparky, the one I adopted. And he took off one day and I had to drive all over everywhere and I found him. Now, we have people, we have a person in the house in hospice. So we have nurses coming in and out. And one let him out yesterday and Tilly my other dog started a crazy barking and sounded like she was really aggressive I couldn't figure out what the heck was going on I walk over the screen door and poor Sparky's outside trying to get in. Uh, let me, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, what a great, see, already they're bonding with each other. But if you have hospice care, and, and God bless you for doing that, it's a tough thing to do, I know. But here's what you need to understand, and this is really important, Pat. You need to make sure that no matter how many nurses or, or, or assistants are coming into your home, they must know that they cannot open the door and let the dogs out. You need to be there. You need to confine the dogs. But let me tell you, I hear the horror stories every day. You just adopted this dog. I don't want him to wind up at another shelter. So what you need to do is have a long conversation, put a big note on the door saying, please do not open the door while the dogs are around. That's what you need to do. Hey, Pat, I want you to follow my advice. It's going to make a big difference for you. Don't go anywhere. I am going to put you on hold. And Pat, I am going to send you, uh, what do I want to send Pat? You know, Pat, what I'm going to send you is some, um, I'm going to send you some hemp joint and it's it's a hemp uh, hemp seed oil it's a great product keep those hips and joints in good shape give me a call back in a few weeks and let me know how they're doing but don't be overly concerned more time on neutral territory it'll make all the difference in the world hey the phone number here at the pet show 877-725-8255 let me take a break we got anthony in los angeles shalim in canada we got trudy hanging up there also we'll get to all your calls lots of great stuff to give away 877-725-8255 but i want you guys to listen to me very carefully. Just imagine, I mean literally just imagine, how do we leave our mark in this lifetime? How do we leave this world a better place? For over 36 years, 
Delta Rescue would not be able to do the amazing work it does without your support. My close friend, Leo Grillo, who I consider an amazing man, an extreme rescue superhero, and Delta Rescue's founder, asks that you put some of your life's work into helping their 1,500 rescued dogs, cats, and horses into the future. That's why Denise, my wife, and myself have personally, personally decided to make a bequest for Delta Rescued Animals in my own estate planning. You see, a bequest to Delta Rescue will make your legacy work for the animals right now, avoid fundraising costs, and provide tax benefits for you. Like a parent, Leo needs to assure that each of the animals he rescued from the deserts and deep forests across the country never, never, never have to worry again. Delta Rescue, by the way, happens to be a top-ranked charity by CharityWatch.com and proves every day that your donation dollars are hard at work. If you're not ready to make long-range plans, every donation, big, small, medium, every donation is a chance to keep more than 1,500 abandoned cats, dogs, and horses happy, safe, and loved for the first time in their lives. I urge you to visit Delta Rescue rescue.org see how it all began in their full length documentary the rescuer then give them a call make a donation whatever you can 661-269-4010 661-269-4010 ask for details on how to include delta rescued animals and your estate planning like i did log on to delta rescue.org see how it all began as i said in the documentary the rescuer once you see it i promise you you'll never forget their story so log on to delta rescue.org that's delta rescue.org Org, or give them a call at 661-269-4010. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Mary had a little lamb. And we are back on The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Let me go to my friend Anthony. And we got Shalim in Canada, Trudy in uh, beautiful Bethany Beach, Delaware, Al in California, Steve in Michigan. Let me go to Anthony first. Hey, Anthony, welcome to the show. Thank you, Warren. Good to speak with you. Thank Same you for taking here. the call. So um, my wife got this, um, what we think is a Chihuahua um, J- uh, Jack Russell mix when it was a puppy. And this dog, you know, seemed fine as a puppy, and it's been growing up. My, my wife is actually able to join me so she can fill in the, the details of the age and whatnot. But the problem is this. The dog, you know, is fine with her. To more, more or less, but for me, especially if I'm if she's not around, the dog literally gets catatonic, and it goes in its cage that we have in the living room, and it and it, if I even approach it, it looks at me like I'm the devil. It even will pee, and it's gotten to the point where I, you know I'm like, what are we going to do with this dog? Because it only relates to my wife. And so yeah, well, let me let, let me stop. Daughter. I don't. I want to make sure I have plenty of time to answer your question. So listen to me carefully. Number one, you said you you guys adopted this dog or rescued this dog, whatever. Uh, I don't know if we know background on the dog. It's very possible he was abused or taken advantage of or mistreated by a male. Therefore, he's not reacting to you. What you need to do is get rid of your wife, Anthony. I don't mean literally get rid of your wife, but you need to take over all of the situation. Now you need to do the feeding. You need to do the walking. Even when your wife is home with you, send her or have her going to another room. You hang out with the dog. In other words, the dog has really bonded with your wife for whatever reason, whether it's abused by a man or whatever. So what needs to happen right now is you need to reestablish an incredibly positive relationship. Even if this dog sits on the other side of the room, the more time he spends with you, the less time nothing happens, the quicker he'll bond. That's where you need to be right now. He's really attached to your wife. So when you're home with your wife, obviously he's going to be focused 
focused on her. He's afraid of you. Let's get rid of your wife a little bit. You spend more time feeding, walking, brushing, whatever you need to do, just sitting on the floor with him, and he will ultimately come around. It's not going to happen overnight, but psychologically, dogs learn through associative memory, which simply means if there was abuse or whatever type of situation with men in the past, he may relate that to you. Maybe it's the sound of your voice. I don't know. Maybe you have a beard or a mustache. Maybe you wear a hat that he associates. So you need to, as I said, back your wife out a little bit, bring her back in later. But right now, you need to spend private time with the dog and reestablish a relationship. Well, I can try and do that, and I've been trying to do that. Although, like I said, unless she's in the room. Yeah, but she's not in the room now. Listen to me. She's not in the room. You have to get your wife out of the room at this point. And there's no such thing as trying. There's just little progress and little steps. God knows what this poor dog had been through. So that's where you really need to be, Anthony. This is not a tough problem. I deal with this all the time where the dog was adopted. He's more attached to the woman or more attached to the man. It all goes back to treatment early on. So what we need to do is we need to, again, count the conditioners, make the dog think that whenever he's around you, Anthony, all these positive things are taking place. As long as your wife is in the picture, it's very difficult for him to separate his bond with her towards you. That's why she needs to back out a little bit. Then as you start reestablishing a relationship with the dog, then your wife can come back into the picture. Not all the time, just five or ten minutes every day to reestablish a positive and just make sure every time that five or ten minute session is over, it's done in a positive way. That's, that's great. Do you have any suggestions to how to start with the, uh, with the interaction? Yeah, get your wife out of the picture, sit on the floor in the room with the dog. Don't say a word. Just sit on the floor. Put some treats around the room. Just sit on the floor. Okay. Fair That's enough. the stuff. That's going to work. And listen, why don't you try? I know you're in L.A. If you're around next week, come on out and see me next Sunday. I'll evaluate the dog, and I'll tell you exactly what's going on. But in the meantime, follow what I suggested. I'm sure it'll help you out. I'm going to put you on hold, Anthony, and I am going to send you, Anthony. Uh, we're going to send you some. Let's see. You know what, Anthony? I'm going to send you some uh i'm gonna send you some lucy pet food okay for your for your uh for your dog come on out and see me you know i'm gonna be out in the uh, sepulveda dog basin next sunday 877-725-8255 a quick break when we come back we get to all your calls right now though i want to brag a little bit i want you guys to listen carefully okay you've been listening to me for over 33 years that's how long i've been doing this show or you watch me on regis and Catalee or the today show or or the letterman show but i want to tell you about hugs and kisses and here's why my own hugs and kisses supplement for your dogs and cats will control your dog or cat shedding, dander, dry skin, hairballs, and at the same time will improve your dog or cat's immune system, and we know how critical that is. So listen carefully. You've wanted to give your dogs and cats hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral, supplement treats, but the cost of shipping may have stopped you. I understand. Well, guess what? No more excuses because now you can keep your dogs and cats healthy and happy with my own hugs and kisses supplements and shipping is a flat five dollars check out many of the products you hear me talk about and recommend at thepetshow.com or call my office directly at 1-800-430-4847 that's 1-800-430 and the word hugs and when you call you'll be speaking to julie our hugs and kisses counselor and julie only she can help you choose just the right items for your pets and no matter how much you order big small medium doesn't make any difference shipping is just five Love your dogs. 
love your cats, then check out thepetshow.com, home of $5 flat shipping, or call my office at 1-800-430 in the word hugs, 1-800-430-4847. And for those of you listeners that are Amazon people, my hugs and kisses vitamin mineral supplements are now also available at Amazon.com. So check them out either at thepetshow.com or Amazon.com. Your dogs and cats will be happy you did. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. animals care about wildlife and the environment and really want to understand how your dogs and cats think why they behave the way they do how to resolve any issues you may be having chewing jumping barking digging humping scratching not using the litter box you have come to the right place i'm warren Eckstein. you're listening to the pet show America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology training behavior and, of course, pet lifestyle show. Have a question, want to share a comment about your best friend, give me a call. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. If you happen to be new to the Pet Show or even regular to the Pet Show, just a reminder that everyone that calls into the show and gets through to me live on the air will be receiving a, a, a fabulous gift for their dog or cat. Many of the items, as I say, I give away are 25, 35, 40 bucks and more. So if you call in, get through to me live, I'll answer your pet question. And at the same time, a great gift will be on the way for your best friend. 877-725-8255. The question of the day is, do you believe like I do that dogs and cats have moods? I want to know. Give me a call. 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Let me get back to the busy phone lines here. Let me go to Steve in Royal Oak, Michigan. Hey, Steve, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. You're a true blessing to all us animal folk out here. And I do believe dogs and cats and even birds have emotion. Well, I'm glad to hear that because a lot of people think I'm a little nuts. Can you imagine, Steve, that people think I'm crazy? Uh, But I agree with you 100%. Why is it that we have such an incredible human ego that believe that we're the only ones that are allowed to be happy, sad, or the only ones allowed to have emotions? Of course, dogs and cats and all animals have emotions as well. What can I do to help you out, Steve? Okay, well, maybe I can help your audience out, okay? I've been listening to you for many years, okay? And... uh, I'm not really a trainer of, uh, you know, your intensity, but I work with trainers. And when I got this little dog, she was rescued from Detroit, okay? And she was a runner, okay? And I was trained that whenever you walk your dog, this is the trainer talking to me, take the dog every time to the direction you want the dog to go. And, you know, it works as a blessing. I'm only six houses from a major highway, and the dog has gotten out three times, one time I did it on purpose to see if the training worked and it works. Well, it may work. However, my concern is this. I would be more focused on not letting the dog get out than how I'm going to get well, the no, dog I, back. You know, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. But, you know, I mean, 
I can't control everybody, you know, that comes and goes in my house. Absolutely. You know, I can crap at them, you know. Yeah. But it has worked. Yeah, but it's a great it's you know? a great idea. You know, there are several different ways. The most important thing to remember is that when you want your dog to respond to you in order to come back to you, the best way to do it is to make sure that every time the dog comes back to you, it's like he just won Powerball lottery. So in other words, what often happens when people are working with a dog, and some trainers for that matter, if the dog doesn't come back right away, they get angry and they start yelling at the dog and they get angry with the dog when he comes back. Well, if you're angry with the dog when he comes back, what's going to make the dog come back next time if he assumes you're just going to be angry at him. So it's really important to make sure that every time the dog comes back to you, even if you're frustrated, it's important to make it a positive experience. Now, here's the secret to making a dog respond to the come command. And so many people have this question, so I'll spend a minute on it. Most trainers and most people that train dogs or work with their own dogs, the way they teach their dog to come is they put their dog in a sit-stay, they get to the end of the leash, they call the dog, reel him in, and then praise the dog when he comes. Great idea. However, think about this. When was the last time you really wanted to call your dog to come to you when it was lying down or sitting still? Usually they're chasing a squirrel, running after a skateboarder. So the most important thing that you can do as a guardian when you want to teach your dog the recall or to come back to you is when you're walking with your dog, all of a sudden start running backwards and calling the dog to you. So the dog starts to realize that it has to come from motion, not just from a stationary position, but from motion. When I was training in Europe, doing advanced training called Politzeihund training or Schutzen training or ring sport training, that's the way it was done. We'd be working with our dogs and all of a sudden we'd stepping backwards with the leash first, calling the dog to us. So the dog realizes that when we call him, he has to turn and come to us. And then when he gets there, a lot of praise. But it's a great tip, uh, 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 Stephen. And I think that as long as people understand the concept that whenever the dog returns, it has to be positive, you're right on track. So you're dog's doing great now, right? Yeah, he's uh, also been trained as a therapy emotional support dog. And yeah. That's been a He loves everybody. Well, that's great. Hey, listen, Steve, I'm, I'm having a little trouble hearing you, but let me just, I'm going to put you on hold, Steve. I want to send you something for your dog. I'm going to send you, you know what, Steve, you sound like you're a big animal lover. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to send you a, you know what? I'm going to send you one of those T-shirts that say none of my friends walk upright. I want you to walk, wear it all over Michigan, and I'm sure that everyone will be happy to see you. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. Let's go to uh, Trudy in Bethany Beach, Delaware. Hey, Trudy, how are you? Fine, fine. Thank you. I'm anxious to talk to you. You know, just the other day I was watching this TV show called uh, Best Beach Bargains, and one of the places they had was Bethany Beach, Delaware. Delaware is one of the most most beautiful states in the country. I used to drive through Delaware all the time when I was stationed in Virginia. Anyway, what can I do for you? Well, we talk about emotion, emotional dog. I have a poodle, and she gets very, very upset when there's a noise from the computer, when their message comes from email. She she gets shaky, she gets scared, she wants to get out of the house, and when I go out with her, she doesn't want to come back in. On top of it, my husband passed away about eight months ago. I'm so sorry to hear that, Trudy. And I'm the only one she has, and she's very attached to me. But just with the computer business, this is really bothering me, you know. Okay, obviously, I, I was going to ask you, do you have access to a computer? But I guess I don't have to ask you that. Obviously, you do. 
what you need to do is you need to make download the sound of what is freaking the dog out. Whatever the sound on your computer is, something pops up, you need to make a recording of that sound. And what you need to do is once you make a recording of that sound is in the evening, you need to spend time desensitizing the dog to it. How is that done? You sit there and you put it at a volume where the dog is not responding and can barely hear it, and you give them a lot of positive attention. After a couple of days of that, you turn the volume up just a little bit, giving the dog positive attention. Basically, every time the dog hears that sound, and we're going to start at a very low volume and increase it gradually, what'll happen is we're reinforcing to the dog, it's again counter conditioning, we're reinforcing to the dog that that sound means something good's going to happen, doesn't mean something bad is going to happen. Now, before your husband passed away, did the dog also react the same way to the computer? No. No. Oh, so- no. But she was very attached to my husband. It was, ah, so my question is, did your, husband, did your husband spend a lot of time on the computer? Yes. So it's very possible when she hears that sound, she's assuming it's your husband. I was thinking about that, too. It's very possible because they learn through association. You know, dogs grieve just like people grieve. It's possible that you're going through a grieving period. I had lost a significant other many years ago as well. So you're going through a grieving period. The dog is going through a grieving period. If your husband spent a lot of time on the computer, the dog may be associating that sound saying, where is he? I, I can't find him. Is he out? Is inside? Where, where is he? I can't find him. So what you need to do, the resolution's the same, desensitizing the dog to the sound. That's what I want you to do. Be consistent for a couple of weeks as long as the dog starts to associate positive things with that sound now it'll make a difference but also it's going to take some time for him to go through the grieving but it just happened you know only only about a month ago it started well it could be a delayed response as well in other words, just like with people, I know, for example, when I lost my wife in 1990, I, I had a lot of animals, I had 30 dogs, God knows how many cats, pigs, chickens, the animals were grieving, so I delayed. So it's not unusual for a dog or a cat or even a human being to have delayed grieving. So what I want you to do is follow my advice, it'll make all the difference in the world for you, little by little, give the dog a lot of encouragement. Also, what I recommend that you do is if you can take your dog for walks in different locations, distracting him will help him get, help him get through the grieving as well. Trudy, I got move on. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send Trudy uh, we're going to send Trudy a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. I want you to read the chapter specifically on what happens, you know, when you lose somebody that you love. And a lot of people don't understand that our dogs grieve just like we do and so do our cats. So it's not unusual for a dog or cat that's grieving to change their behavior. And sometimes when that behavior changes, we get angry, we get frustrated, we can't figure it out. Take the time to figure it out. Just like I did with Trudy, the bottom line was this. Her husband passed away. He used the computer a lot. When the dog hears a sound on the computer that he probably heard a lot when her husband was alive, he's reacting to it in a a, a crazy way by, by running away or going outside that's what we need to do is reestablish that that sound doesn't necessarily mean that something's wrong doesn't necessarily mean that anything's going on it's positive and that's where the the uh, the praise comes in and, and the positive reinforcement comes in when he hears the sound it's pretty much that easy it takes some time but bless you for understanding that the dog's going through it 877-725-8255 the phone number 877-725-8255 we'll get right back to the phones in just a second but right now i want to tell you about a 
product that everyone needs. Why are you spending so much money to clean up your dog or cat's urine, their puke, and their poop accents? Why are you spending a lot of money to clean up poop? I don't get it. Well, let me tell you, there's an alternative. I want to tell you about kids and pet stain and odor remover. Maybe new to some people that are listening to me, but let me tell you, it has been a bestseller at Walmart and Home Depot, and let me tell you why. Kids and pet stain and odor remover is by far, without a doubt, the most effective stain and odor remover I have ever used. And you guys have been listening to me for a lot of years. I've used them all. So why are you paying pet store prices where other products can sell for more than $10 to $15 when you can get kids and pets stain and odor remover that works better than all the other stain and odor removers for under $5? It's cruelty-free. It's non-toxic, environmentally friendly, biodegradable, and it uses the power of oxygen-activated stain and odor remover enzymes. Kids and Pets, by the way, named the most highly rated product by the Women's Choice Awards. So why pay three times as much for a stain and odor remover that doesn't work nearly as well when you can get Kids and Pets for under $5? But don't take my word alone. I want you to go to Walmart.com. That's right. I'm sending you to Walmart.com. I want you to read all the five-star testimonials about Kids and Pets stain and odor remover and make the switch with me. Now, Kids and Pets is available in-store at Walmart. It's available at Walmart.com, Home Depot, as well as Amazon. But listen to me carefully. If you go to Walmart, if you go to Home Depot, and you go to the pet department, you're not going to find kids in pet stain and odor remover because if it was in the pet department, it would sell for $10 to $15. So here's what I want you to do. Whether you go to Home Depot, whether you go to Walmart, I want you to go to the household cleaning aisle where you buy your furniture polish, where you buy your window cleaner, that's where you will find kids and pets stain and odor remover. And take my word for it, take my word for it, kids and pets stain and odor remover is under $5. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Listen to my bluebird laugh. She can't tell you I'm Warren Eckstein, host of The Pet Show. Nearly 30 years ago, I developed my Hugs and Kisses supplement for both dogs and cats to stop shedding. Using the finest American-made ingredients, my Hugs and Kisses supplement with lecithin reduces shedding and promotes healthy skin and coat. Just hear what listeners have to say about my Hugs and Kisses. I'm Mary Louise in California. When I got my rescued dog, my true love, Mac, he had severe skin allergies that needed ongoing vet treatment. For several years now, I've been giving Mac Warren Eckstein's Hugs and Kisses supplement. As a result, the improvement in his condition has been remarkable. We wouldn't do without our hugs and kisses every day. I'm so confident you and your pet will love my Hugs and Kisses supplements that I offer a 30-day guarantee. Order today at thepetshow.com or call 1-800-430-4847. 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430-HUGS. Thepetshow.com, where you'll find Hugs and Kisses 24-7. We are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. That phone number, 877-725-8255. Need information during the week? Check out the website. Lots of great information and videos there. The website is thepetshow.com. Remember that, T-H-E, thepetshow.com. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. 
877-725-8255. If your dog had thumbs, they'd be calling up and asking questions about you. Hey, Al, welcome to the Pet Show. Thank you, Warren. I'm calling regarding a um, mixed weakened carrier that uh, barks every time he sees another dog and he tries to chase after it. All right, so I let me ask you a question. Where did the dog come from? How long have you had him, and where did he come from, Al? We got him. For, well, he's a rescue. Okay, and how old? He's probably about seven years old now. We've had him uh, about three and a half years. Okay, and when you got him from the rescue, was he a stray out on the street? Was he turned in by the guardians? What happened? How did he I get to the rescue? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, my, my guess is that he was out on the streets or he was put with a bunch of other dogs and therefore he sees other dogs as a challenge. He went from probably being in a kennel scenario to being in a home with you, Al, in beautiful Southern California. And the fact that he's in a home with you, when, he t when you take him for a walk, your home extends to the six-foot leash and collar you walk him on. So lots of times, when, if you were to take the dog off leash, he'd probably go up and play with the other dogs, which I don't want you to do. But when he's on a leash, that six-foot perimeter now becomes his home and his territory and protective over it. Now, what most pet guardians do, like yourself, and I definitely understand it, is when they're walking the dog and the dog is reacting to another dog by barking or, or jumping or pulling, what happens is our tendency is to say, no, stop it, bad dog, knock it off. That's number one. But number two is when you're walking with the dog and you see another dog, you're already anticipating your dog's reaction and then Therefore, the adrenaline in your body goes from one end of the leash to the other. So what I want you to do, and this is going to sound a little crazy, but I talk about this all the time. In fact, there's a video on my website, on my YouTube channel, where I specifically took a dog with the worst problem you can imagine, like barking at other dogs like this, and within 20 minutes, I was able to stop it in a positive way. Here's how. I did not overreact to the dog's barking. When the dog was reacting, and as I said, most people start saying, no, 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 fooey, 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 what? you're doing is you're giving the dog a lot of attention to that negative barking and pulling that he's doing. And even though you think you're resolving the issue, you're actually making it worse, triggering the dog to react more. So what you need to do is when you walk with the dog and you're going past other dogs, what you need to do is never stop. Just continue walking. Don't react to the other dog. If your dog is reacting, that's fine. Say it's none of your concern and continue walking. You get past the other dogs and they stop. Just keep going. If you're consistent and the dog starts to realize that those other dogs on those leashes and collars, number one, don't present a threat. Number two, you're not overreacting to it. Little by little, the dog will start to come down and the reaction will dissipate. The problem, as I said, is most pet guardians, what they do is they overreact and therefore they trigger the dog's reaction. So what I want you to do, Al, follow my advice. I want you to take him for walks. When he starts reacting to other dogs, your reaction is going to be None of your concern. Keep looking forward. Don't stop. Just go forward. And little by little, it'll get better, better, and better, I promise. What I'd like to do, if it's okay with you, Al, let me also send you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want. It really goes over in detail what I'm trying to explain to you. The problem is most people get angry at the dog when they react. And in fact, the dog is doing it because he feels like he's doing the right thing. So correcting the dog for that behavior is actually creating neurosis on the dog's part. So don't go anywhere, Al. I am going to put you on hold and I'm going to send you a copy of 
of how to get your dog to do what you want. By the way, the book is available now on on uh, on my website at thepetshow.com or Amazon as well. 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Denise, Caroline, Erna, we'll get right to your calls after this. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. A uh, little doggy salsa here on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call, 877-725-8255. Let me get back to the busy phone lines here. Let's go to beautiful Lakeland, Florida. Hey, Denise. Welcome to the Pet Show. Hello. How are you today? My name, um, I'm a little perplexed with my cat. I have What's a. Up? She is a Maine Coon, and she's about... Almost a year old. She'll be a year in June. We've had her since October. And as she's growing, she likes to chew on things. She chews on cloth things like bed linens, uh, tablecloths, um, all kinds of different things. And she loves to chew on things. And I've never had a cat that did this. Is this normal for a Maine Coon? Well, it depends. No, it isn't. You know, it's not normal for a specific breed of cat. By the way, Maine Coon's one of my favorite breeds, the big cats. Anyway, let me go over a couple of things with you. First of all, you've had the cat since she was how old? Um, probably about maybe 12 weeks old. Okay. Was she with her other litter mates until that point? No, she was actually tossed out of a car, a moving car. Okay. And my my sister's granddaughter worked at a vet clinic and they rescued her from the from the street and she brought her up until um this was i don't know exactly when they got her but she we tried her out in september when we lost our cat in july and um so we have another cat and he was getting pretty lonely so we decided to try on a trial basis to bring this kitten in but let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you exactly what I think is going on here, okay? You're telling me that as the cat is grooming itself, right? It's chewing on things? It just goes and sits down and chews on stuff. She sits in the, she sits, sits in our bed and she chewed a hole in our top sheet of our bed linen. Okay, first of all, what we first of all what we need to do is make sure that the teeth and gums are in good shape. Okay, very often excessive chewing can be related, and eighty five percent of cats will develop some type of periodontal or dental disease by the time they're three years old. So that's something we need to take into consideration. Okay, but that being said, what I also want you to understand is that when a cat is stressed out or a dog is stressed out, they use their mouth. You know, when people are stressed, we might crack our knuckles scratch our head, have our legs shake up and down. Well, when a dog or cat is anxious and nervous, one of the first things they do is they go back to chewing. And the reason for that is because when they were very, very young, the litter mates when playing, I mean, early on would chew on each other. Uh, what also would happen is the mother would come and, and chew on the, the kittens. The kittens would come and chew on the mother as a feeding thing. So what's happening here, it sounds to me like for some reason, at certain times when the cat feels a little stressed, that's when she's chewing. Is the cat under any stress or does she react normally? She's using a litter box, playing with toys. How's she reacting normally? She's reacting normal. 
she has no problems with anything. She, I don't think she had any litter mates because, like I said, she was thrown out of a car window. Well, then, therefore, if she didn't have any litter mates, it would have made it even worse because, therefore, the only relationship we had is when she was first born with her mom. And for the 12 weeks that she was with somebody or somewhere or somehow, um, what happened is this is now her way of calming herself down is by chewing. So what we need to do is when she's chewing, we need to distract her a little bit. Does she like to play? Oh, she plays all the time. Yeah. That's- okay. So what I would do is when you see her chewing is rather than try to correct her by saying no or don't do that, I would distract her a little bit. If you don't do this, and I don't know if you're a regular listener to the show or not, Denise, but if you do listen to the show on a regular basis, you know, one of the things I really stress is mental stimulation for cats because if we don't give them the mental stimulation, what happens is they do develop certain types of behavioral issues that are compulsive, as is what you're talking about. So one of the things I advocate is because cats are nomadic. They love changes in their environment consistently is making sure you're constantly changing the environment. It doesn't mean you have to throw out your bed and couch and get a new one, but I want you to hit the supermarket, get a bunch of cardboard boxes, get a bunch of paper bags, go to a carpet store, pick up some scraps of carpet, put them upside down, put them on the boxes, put a box on top of each other. Boxes are free, so every day, Denise, you can throw them out and bring new ones in from the supermarket, and every box has a different smell because they might have had chicken in them or lettuce or peaches, who knows? So what I'm suggesting here is your cat is developing a compulsive habit of chewing. Sometimes it's a compulsive habit of excessive licking. Sometimes it's chewing. Sometimes it's scratching. But in your case, to correct it is not going to resolve the issue because the cat is already doing it. It's a compulsive habit. So my suggestion is a lot of distraction, rotating the, the boxes on every, on every other day basis, uh, growing some organic greens like organic catnip and other safe greens for the cat. That's where the difference is really going to come into play. So don't focus on it when she's, when she's being bad focus on why she's doing it it sounds to me and i've got a lot of years behind me uh, uh denise it sounds to me like the cat he doesn't take a, a behaviors to figure out that the, the cat was thrown out of a car at 11 weeks old it sounds to me like the cat uses its mouth or uses oral fixation based to calm itself down or to alleviate stress i want you to follow through on the advice i gave you i think that's going to make a major major difference ultimately in the cat's behavior don't expect it to happen overnight but i promise you it will happen and I think as long as the cat's teeth and gums are in good shape, it sounds to me like because of her early, uh, early on upbringing or lack of it, uh, she's having this compulsive chewing problem. Easy to stop. That's my recommendation for you, Denise. Okay. I appreciate the, the, the feedback. I will try that. You give it a shot and you give me a call back. What I'm going to do, Denise, is I am going to put you on hold and I am going to send you, you know what? I don't know what to send you, Denise. I'm trying to figure out what I want to send. You know what? I am going to send you to Young Cat. I love the cat. I'm going to send you some Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible Cat Litter. Start using this litter, removing the other litter a little bit of time. This litter prevents ammonia from, in fact, you know what? I'm not going to tell you what it does because I'm going to do a commercial for them right now. But anyway, some uh, Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible Cat Litter is on their way to you. And I appreciate that phone call. 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to your calls. Speaking of cat litter, I want to tell you about Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible Cat litter. In my over 33 years being on the air, you guys have been listening to the radio show, watching me on Regis and Kathy Lee, the Today Show, the Tonight Show, Letterman, whatever, the Mickey Mouse Club. And for all that time, I have never, ever recommended nor have I ever endorsed the cat litter because
because I could not find one that was different. Then I came across Lucy Pet's Cats Incredible, and this is, in fact, the first cat litter that I've ever recommended and the first one I've ever endorsed, and let me explain why. I want to talk to you about a silent pet killer. It's called ammonia. Not only is ammonia dangerous for your cats, but it's dangerous for people as well. Lucy Pet's Cats Incredible Cat Litter, and I want you to listen to me carefully, actually prevents ammonia from forming in the first place. Doesn't get rid of ammonia, doesn't cover ammonia up, it prevents ammonia from forming in the first place. As a matter of fact, it's patent-pending technology actually keeps your home healthy and keeps your home odor-free. Ammonia, by the way, happens to be the main cause of litter box odors. But with Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Cat Litter keeping the box ammonia-free, the litter stays fresher much longer, keeping your house smelling clean, and we all want that. Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible is safe and reliable and can be used with all cats. Why do cats prefer Cat's Incredible Cat Litter? It's made with sodium bentonite clay, which, by the way, cats prefer. Even those finicky felines will be happy with their new litter. Now, let's talk about healthy cats. Ammonia, yes, ammonia quickly builds up in both ordinary clay and alternative litters. This can actually cause respiratory illness, digestive problems, and other ailments in your cats, and nobody wants that. Just another reason to switch to Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Cat Litter. It's environmentally sourced and American-made by Lucy Pet Products. So your next question is, Warren, where can we get Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible? It's available at independent pet stores. Ask for it by name, Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Cat Litter. And for my Amazon people out there, Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible is now available at Amazon.com. So check it out, Lucy Pet Products at Amazon.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? Everybody, smelly And cat, we are back on the pet show. No smelly cats here. 877-725-8255. Let me get right back to the busy phone lines here. We got people calling from Oklahoma, Prescott, Arizona, Pennsylvania. But right now, it's Ernie Schott from beautiful Kingsport, Tennessee. Hey, Ernie, welcome to the show. Hello there, buddy. How are we doing now? And I uh, we could not, we could not be uh, doing better. We could not be doing better. What can I do for you, Ernie? Well, what I, I just want to say thank you for the things you've helped me with in the past, and I get more compliments on your T-shirts you sent me than you'll ever know, <laughs> and thank you for that very much. I appreciate that. And, uh, and, a, lot, and a lot of people agree, believe me. <laughs> and, and what I'm calling for today is I have added an outside kitty cat to my four I already had that I have taken in and I mean I've got them all fixed and all I got cats in the house and all but anyway all my other cats outside seem to eat together and got along fine I bring this male cat in I mean he's been he's been neutered and all and he's he doesn't fight with him but they just won't come and eat he, he eats and then he'll leave and then maybe Hours later, I'll see one of them, but they used to all come and eat, and I've had to move the rest of them's food down to the barn, which is probably 150 foot from where where I did feed them, but uh, is there a way of maybe fixing that, or is that just something I'm going to have to live with? Well, what you may want to try to do, Ernie, is in other words, you have five cats all together, if, I, if my fingers are right, right? Yes, sir. 
What I might try to do, and bless you for taking this cat in, and again, thank you for spaying and neutering all of them. What you may want to do temporarily is you may want to start feeding them instead of out of one dish each, maybe you should put down six or seven dishes just temporarily. Once they realize, and especially the newer cat, once they realize there's food all over the place, they're going to feel less challenged by the other cat, and the other cat's going to be less apt to challenge them. Now, you said you took this new cat in. We don't know how much food he might have been getting early on. So what he may be doing is when he goes to eat, he may be signaling the other cats, say, you know what, you better back off. But if you put down more dishes and feed them not more food, but more frequently throughout the day, that may resolve the problem for you. Little by little, they should come around. They will get along. We don't know the background of this cat other than you took them in. And again, thank you for that. But if you feed them out of more dishes than there are cats, little by little, the possessiveness or the territorial reaction over the food will disappear and you should be pretty much on target. Ernie, you're talking to a man that had 30, 30 feral cats at one time. And believe me, it took me a few months to get him to get along with each other and eat together. But with a lot of patience and a little Chardonnay, I promise you it worked out well. Well, that man inside to get along like, like brother and sister or better than any brother and sister I ever knew. I mean, I have 14 cats all together. Wow. And they're all rescues. Inside and five are outside. And they're all rescues and... Uh, well, I have an I have an aunt that is over feline rescue and no kill shelter. She started two or three of these things. She does the trap, spade and neuter and release. Yeah, trap neuter. It's called TNR. Trap neuter release. Yeah, I'm a big fan of TNR. Uh, it's a great thing. So, and I, I got to move on, but I want you to follow the advice I just gave you. Okay, I think it'll make a difference for you. And I don't know what to send you. How long ago did I send you the T-shirt? Yeah, don't, you've sent me a couple of things. Don't worry. Right, about no, that. You know what, Ernie? I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take what I would send you normally, and I'm gonna donate it to a local rescue here. That would make me very happy. Uh, makes me happy too. You keep wearing that T-shirt, Ernie. You give those cats a big hug and a kiss, and I appreciate that phone call. And call me back anytime and let me know how you're doing. What Ernie was referring to is I had T-shirts made up that say "None of my friends walk upright." I designed them myself. They're black and white because you guys know I'm colorblind, and they have all these animals running across your chest and says "None of my friends walk upright." They are available at my website. I think they're $15.99, and the money, by the way, goes to the Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund, which is nonprofit. So you can check out those T-shirts at my website, thepetshow.com. Remember that T-H-E? And wear those T-shirts proudly. I wear them every single day. 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to your phone calls. Now, you've heard me talking about Lucy Pet Food for a while now. Why do I continue talking about it? Because the reaction from you guys, my listeners, has been amazing. First of all, it's the only food I recommend. Why? Because it has prebiotic balanced fiber, which is so important. It really optimizes your dog's and cat's digestion and really keeps that gut healthy, and that is critical. First of all, it's made right here in California. No ingredients from China. It's grain-free, and the dogs and cats I've given Lucy Pet Farmers for Life to have absolutely loved it. There's duck, pumpkin, quinoa, salmon, pumpkin, quinoa, salmon, pumpkin, quinoa for cats. You know what? It sounds healthy because it is healthy. And by the way, as I said, Lucy Formulas for Life pet food contain that prebiotic balanced fiber for gut health. What does that mean to you, dog? What does that mean to your dog? and cats. Let me tell you what it means to your dogs and cats. A healthy gut. A healthy gut is critical in their natural immunity, and we know how important that immune system is. It's their first line of defense, keeping their entire body strong, healthy, and it's made with only the highest quality ingredients. 
benefits, your dogs and cats will have a stronger immune system, healthier digestion, shinier coat, healthy skin, more energy. Bottom line is simple. Your dogs and cats will be healthier if they're eating Lucy Pet Formulas for Life pet food. Every single day, I mean every minute of every day, your dogs and cats' immune system is literally attacked and challenged by bacteria, toxins, pathogens, viruses. Lucy Pet Formulas for Life with their prebiotic balanced fiber keeps that gut bacteria diversity flowing which means your dogs and cats have a healthy gut which means your dogs and cats are healthier by the way here's what i want you to do go to your local independent pet store your local independent pet store and ask for lucy pet farmers Life pet food if they don't have it Take it from Warren. They can get it for you. Believe me, it's worth asking for. Or for those people that really want to get it right away, here's all you need to do. Log on to Amazon.com, Amazon.com, and check out Lucy Petformance for Life Pet Food like I did. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Hey, we are back on the pet show. We're not going to have time for any calls. I might always end the show. The phone lines are always busy. Just a reminder that if you go to my website, thepetshow.com, sure, we have a store there. You can get the hugs and kisses, the T-shirts, and some of the products you hear me talk about. But more important than that, there's literally hundreds of free articles on behavior, whether it be jumping, chewing, barking, uh, teaching your dog or cat how to react when you have a new baby coming into a household. It's all there. All those articles are free. Plus, you can go to my YouTube. There's videos there. You can check out Facebook. I do share a lot of information during the week. A lot of times, it's, it's a lot of pet food recalls lately i share that on my website so check it out it's thepetshow.com it's important to remember that t-h-e thepetshow.com and as i said i share a lot of information there every single day right now we're just about out of time i want to take this time to thank you for listening and just a reminder to give all of your pets a big big hug and a kiss for you and a bigger hug and a kiss right between the ears for me i'm warren Eckstein, and you've been listening to the pet show